Welcome to the Practical Church Revitalization Podcast. We look at revitalization in real time, examining the ups and downs of revitalizing and replanting historic and legacy churches throughout New England and the U.S. Now here's your hosts. Hey, this is Don McKinnon, pastor of Legacy Church in Sutton, Massachusetts. And uh, today's episode is kind of a unique one. Uh, I had a video conference with Dr. David Jackson. He is the Northeast Replanting Strategist for the North American Missions Board. Uh, John Brownlee, who serves as the Executive Director for the Massachusetts Baptist Association. And Jim Fontaine, who is pastor of Friendship Baptist Church in Brimfield, Massachusetts. And we met to discuss the uh, idea of a men's, uh, well, not a men's, but a pastor's dinner. And um, because I am feeling very passionate about this, I thought I would put this up there for you to listen to and hear and um, just let it uh, hopefully percolate with you to... um, maybe help you formulate something, but you'll hear some of uh, my heart on this and you'll hear um, the reactions of these men who I admire and I appreciate their um, friendship and um, their wisdom on this. So, ah, I'm doing good. Good. Let's see, I'm trying to find out why this, like all of a sudden I went from a big thing to like this little thing and I'm like, why is it like that? It's bugging me because I want to go big. I like. Well, you have to stop sharing your screen, I think. Am I sharing it? Yep. Looks like you are. Ah, yeah, okay. Let's see, how do I do this? <laughs> at the top, at the top, there's probably a word to stop share. Uh, under view options probably view options let's say it's um, let's see let's say a new share invite oh stop share there we go there we go <laughs> uh, all right uh, all the things we've had to learn during a pandemic i know well, well that just brings me back to like the first uh thing when uh i think it was like a first pastor's meeting and i hit share accidentally and i was like what happened and everybody's like you're sharing your screen and i'm like oh, <laughs> oh. john unmute yourself <laughs> there we go Okay. Oh, look, we get a special guest. <laughs> it's our special guest, Isabella, oh, my five-month-old Isabella. granddaughter. Hello, Isabella. Uh, say hi, hey. Bella. Look at the camera. Over here, look hi, at the camera. Bella. There she is. Hey. Everybody's saying hi to you. Hi. See that? <laughs> <laughs> I better give her back before she throws up on yeah. me. Uh. <laughs> or my laptop. <laughs> Yeah, those have become very, uh, very important in the last 14 months. Oh. Oh, yes, I need that. oh, I think Terry is supposed to join us. And 
and maybe one or two others. I don't know who else will. But I thank you for uh, coming in on this because uh, this has been something I've been I've been praying about. I just realized you can see Billy Graham behind me. Uh, where am I? Right there. Oh, is that Billy? Yeah, that's Billy. Hi, Billy. I guess some somebody gave it to me as a bobblehead uh, kind of a gift, and I'm waiting because uh, the college is supposed to send me Spurgeon. So it's uh-huh. like, I'll have Spurge and Billy. <laughs> I can have them like talk. Uh-huh. Do you agree with this? No, you know. It'd be kind of interesting. Oh. So. Hey, John, I'm not sorry that my Bruins beat your Capitals. Your Barb's Capitals more than mine. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, he's wearing the Canadians jersey. Yeah, I'm a. I'm with the Habs right now. Wow, what a comeback. That's even worse. What a comeback. Yeah. But um, the Capitals were really hurt. Mm. You know, and it's when one guy's got a groin injury, one guy's got a hip problem, you know, one guy's got an ankle issue. And eventually, and those are all your stars. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not surprising that you're not going to go far. Right. Well, the Bruins did play them better this year for once. Yeah, I thought they were They, great. they at least put up a good fight against them during the regular year. Yeah. And uh, the Bruins were getting healthy at the right time, too. Mm. I think the Bruins look good. Yeah. Even even last night's loss was still a, a, good, uh, a good loss. Yeah, I mean, if most of the goals Rask let up were not his fault in any way. The last one maybe, but it's a breakaway. What do you expect? Can't stop all those. Right. I think he played very, very well and he kept them in that game. Um, but they didn't look as good as the night before and the Islanders certainly looked better, but yeah, you're right. They could have won. Yeah. And that's all that, all that, all that accounts is you got to be the best, <laughs> the best team on that night. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're the best team in the division or in the playoffs, you just have to be the best team playing that night. So it's always the key. Well, uh, I say we give it five more minutes. See if anybody else uh, joins. I know we had, we had like five people tell me that they forgot about this and had other things (laughs) planned. But uh, they are interested in it. They've all mm-hmm. told me to keep them uh, up to date on this. So, um, but this is uh, this is something. This is something I can't take any credit for. My uh, my elder is the one that actually brought the idea to me. I'm trying to shrink this so I can see you guys, but I also want to make sure I'm keeping track of the uh, entrance. So if people People are trying to get in. Uh, there we go. It's good to have young eyes, I guess, because I can I can put this at sixty percent. It looks like it's <laughs> looks like it's at nine. It, the font looks like it's at six. Like if you had if you've got those like small travel Bibles. 
that's what the font looks like for me right now. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, I guess we can begin, and that way there we can all get to our nights and stuff. I mean, I'm sure John wants to spend time with Isabella, <laughs> Jim. Uh, anyway, so uh, this is this is uh, what's been something being discussed with me and uh, my elder and a couple other. Uh, local pastors is trying to get uh, a dinner together. Um, as has been stated, you know, there's um, we have conferences today. It's all church strategy or uh, theological conferences, and we've kind of gone away from just getting together as pastors, um, even across denominational lines, just meeting and getting to know each other, getting to know who's in our communities and praying for one another and getting um, really, you know, finding out who's, who's fighting the good fight alongside us. And so um, my elder, like I said, he's 71 years young and uh, he's been a pastor for 35 years. And he was telling me that uh, really, they used to do this almost on a monthly basis when he was younger. Um, and he understands, you know, it can't be on that way. But uh, he was saying it was something that always really was good because you might see a new church start um, in the next town and get to meet that pastor and get to encourage him. And then uh, they saw kind of uh, like Dave and I are really into the revitalization. You'd see it where a church would know that they were in trouble and invite the new church in and a new church would form. So there's, there's a lot of things that can happen. That's good. But his thing was, was that it was really a time of being fed both, you know, bodily because we're having a meal together, but also spiritually because, um, you know, we know, uh, uh, you know, just uh, I'm in a class right now, Dave's mentoring me and we talked today about uh, loneliness of being a pastor and the last 14 months, I think, um, you know, we've done this uh, and it's not the same as being face to face. And now that, uh, you know, shots are out and we're, uh, I think all four of us here are inoculated, um, you know, we we want to get back together face to face and see each other and, and talk, but there are other guys out there that are the same way. And um, so that's what this is, is like getting together, uh, getting, getting a meal, uh, talking, fellowshipping, and then having a time of worship and having someone speak into our hearts as pastors, not uh, strategy, you know, strategy, not talking theology, but, really have a time where we're preached to instead of us doing the preaching. Mm -hmm. So um, I've talked with Terry and Terry's uh, graciously offered um, some money to help with the meals for, for the first one. So that's covered, but um, you know, part of this is trying to figure out like what's going to work for um uh, a day, you know, a time, uh, and, uh, what's gonna like right now, I know, uh, we'll host the first one and Stephen Derek has already said, if this is good and a second one is warranted, uh, Greenville will host the second. So 
we've got that, but, um, uh, you know, the only thing I have is, is a speaker. I just got to find somebody to be the speaker for that. So, uh, any thoughts, okay, ideas? I, I have a question. I, I'm not exactly sure if you don't want all church growth stuff or something like that, mm -hmm. and you don't want theology, what do you want? It's, I'm trying to think like, so the way, like we've watched, we've watched a couple of these. It's, it's really, it's, I mean, it's talking to us. It's, it's a, it's a sermon, like keep up the good fight type of sermon, you know, like, you know, a lot of us are worn down. Uh, some of us will, will uh, be worried about, you know, are we, are, are we close to closing because of the big mega church, you know, whose shadow we're in now? Um, maybe somebody, you know, somebody has a new church plant that's come in and they're seeing their people uh, leave to go check that church out. Um, different things that wear us down, beat us up. And that's the, the sermon that we're talking about is something that sits there. It's going to challenge us. It's going to encourage us. Um, but like when I'm saying theology, I'm talking like, like the conferences that are out there is like shepherd con um, T for G the gospel coalition where they sit there and they'll say, let us talk about the redemption of the savior and what it means for sanctification in the justification of, and, you know, like that's the whole conference. And it's like, for some guys, they love it. They, they eat it up. They absorb it. Other guys, they get glassy eyed and, and, you know, they, it's not for them. So when I'm saying theology, I'm, I'm talking that like the really deep, theological academic style of conference that's out there just something that's gonna shepherd the shepherds right pastor to the shepherds yeah so that's that's what we're looking for is is to have a guy that you know uh you know like if you know guys let me know message me email me um but that's what we're looking for is a guy you know to cut to you know, speak, we'll have, uh, something to give him for, for gas money, um, and his time, but that's what we want to do. We want to have a guy that's going to come with a heart to speak to pastors, to encourage pastors, to lift them up and, um, you know, speak to them and, and for us to be fed, you know, it's, it's that, like I said, you know, there's a lot of different situations out there. Um, you know, you look at the number of churches that are plateauing, you know, it's a high number. It's 80, maybe even close to 90% of churches now plateauing because of COVID. So there's a lot of pastors out there that need the encouragement. And when you think of it, um, one in 10 pastors that begins ministry today is going to be the one that finishes their, their ministry, their career as a pastor. The other nine are going to give up. And so we need to be encouraging one another. Iron sharpens iron. And this is what we need. You know, I think it's one of the, one of the things that we need to have as pastors. And I mean, we, we kind of have that, you know, we're, we're all BCNE. We have that with the annual meeting. We have that with the MBA uh, annual and semi-annual meetings. But, um, you know, we need, we need it a little bit more maybe, you know, to, to get in there and get fed and, 
um, you know, have somebody really keep on encouraging us. Uh, you know, I, I think of Sam Rayner right now. He talks about uh, vision casting in a church. And he says uh, a lot of churches do it where it's once a year. They do the vision casting and that's it. And then if you talk to somebody in that church six months down the road, they can't tell you what the vision of the church is. So a number of churches like his began taking the, the months where there was the fifth Sunday and call that vision Sunday and they recast the vision. They might talk about discipleship one week, missions the, the following month, you know, and that has encouraged and built up that church to keep the vision alive. And we need it. We need it in our ministries. We need to keep sharpening iron. You know, we can't just come together. It's, it's great to have certain things, but I think, I think this is something that's needed. And if we can do it even across denominational lines and bring in other solid pastors into this, it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit us all because we're going to network. We're going to get to know guys. We'll be able to go out and have coffee with those guys and get to know uh, who, you know, who is in the area that if we're struggling with something, you know, we got them now at a phone call and, you know, go to Starbucks or Dunkin's and have them, you know, have a talk with them. So what do you guys think? Can't hurt at all to try it. You know, again, I my sense would be if you know if God's really putting this on your heart and it's percolating, let's go with it to see what see what happens. Okay, we heard from the Habs fan. <laughs> I love you, John. I, I got My dad was a Habs fan, so I, I grew I grew up I grew up always hearing French uh, things going. What is he saying? Well, now you can hear from his enemy, the Bruins fan. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a great idea, Don. I think that you're right. You know, as much as we have things that we can go to in our convention, to have something else is not a bad thing at all. And some guys can only go to night things anyway. So, you know, this would be a good way to get some of them fed. Um, don't, I just urge you and encourage you not to be discouraged if it's not a home run right off from the start this yeah. may be something that's more of a slow boil uh and and stick with it you know really mm -hmm. invest in it and i don't mean you just invest in it but i mean you know just keep committed to it if you feel called to do this then i agree with john you get to follow it up and and do it and leave the results to god yeah i've always felt that god brings the people who have to be there or should be there so the numbers aren't as important as who will be there. Right. Yeah, yeah I think it's a great idea too, Don. I mean, I think uh, obviously the loneliness factor, isolation factor, that's huge for a lot of pastors. And so I think the collegiality, the, the partnership, the encouragement, the inspiration, all those things. I don't think we need to like you said, focus a whole lot on content, a bunch more information. We get a lot of that from a lot of sources, but we do need the inspiration and, and the collegiality. I think we really, we just need to, you know, know there are others that are out there that are going through some of the same kind of stuff that uh, are supporting and encouraging us, and we're doing the same for them. 
So I think that I think it'll be huge. I think it'll be a big help. Yeah. I think something like this has always been a need too, because there's a lot of lone rangers yeah. out there uh, who have been this way before COVID started, but COVID may have whacked them harder mm -hmm. uh, because they were alone to begin with. You know, yeah. they were on their own and doing the lone ranger bit before, and this has made it worse and shown the real need for something like what you're proposing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're, you're right. You're right. I mean, I've had I've had a, a few pastors message me and just say that, yeah, this isn't going to be for them. Um, and some of them were guys I really wanted. You know, I really felt that they'd benefit from it. But, mm. you know, they have that reputation of being Lone Rangers. So, um, you know, we'll see. Kind of New England, you know, I mean, that's that's just kind of New England anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, but we do need each other. I think that's part of it, you know. And and I think there's some illustrations recently that uh, many of us could reflect on that would suggest that, you know, guys that are walking away from ministry or are doing much worse than that, you know. Um, so I I think it's very helpful. Yeah, and I I agree with Jim um, with the you know don't the first one's probably not going to be a home run. Um, years ago, I did a uh, youth ministry where we did um, we we worked together with other churches to put together youth rallies. And I remember the first year we had the first four were just slow. Like the first one was like really little turnout. By the last one of the year, we had like several churches and nearly a hundred kids yeah. and it did not look the same as the first one. So, yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's definitely going to be one of those things where if we get 12 guys, 13 guys, you know, that's going to make me happy because that's 12 or 13 guys that really need it right now. And then it's, it's word of mouth, you know, it's, it's the same thing as, as a church needs to grow, you know, it, we need to go out there and, and speak to the people to bring the people in. It's going to be the same thing. We're going to be the ones that are going to have to talk to the pastors and talk it up and say, this is something you should see about coming out to. Right. Right. And don't be afraid either to look within. We've got a lot of great preachers, speakers, you know, in our own convention. So, mm -hmm. you know, I know this is for them too, but some of them may be willing to speak sure. on yeah. occasion. You yeah, know? I, I had talked to Latir uh, and uh, he was definitely interested. Uh, and uh, of course, I'm, I'm amazed at how he, I, I heard him that one time at the uh, semi-annual where like how he just does the Portuguese, English, Portuguese, English. And at first you're kind of focused on both, but then you're just focused on the English and you're forgetting that he's speaking Portuguese because he's mm -hmm. just so fluid with it. Mm -hmm. Wow. So. is talking at this point of putting together a uh, I don't know if a Bible conference maybe um, and he's thinking of having your know, representatives from the Northeastern Baptist College um, a, co a, a seminary in Brazil and MBA um, participation he's talking so this is of having it after the BCNE meeting but before Thanksgiving. Hmm. So that's his initial idea. So 
I don't know what you, and we are planning with the COVID restrictions lifted to have a, an in-person uh, annual meeting in October as MBA. Uh, BCE, I'm sure, will be doing the same. Yeah. And uh, so, therefore, I don't know when you would want to start this. Um, so we, my times that I would see that would be available would be in December or in early October. Yeah, we, well, we were thinking September also. Okay, um, great. So we were thinking September for the first one, and then that would be March for the uh, second. Mm-hmm. So, but that one, that one, I would have to, uh, you know, talk with Steve and Derek about that and um, see right how back. that goes. Go ahead. So um, that would definitely be the, the thing, but yeah, we've been, we've been looking at it. Um, and that's the thing, like trying to find that one time that's going to work for everybody. Um, what's going to, be the time like it's not gonna it's not gonna be perfect but at the same time um everybody no matter when you do it yeah yeah so that's the uh that's the thing so september has been the uh go-to because i know our some of our ladies were talking who were thinking that they were going to be cooking um and uh you know they were they were already planning um uh the menu (laughs) so (laughs) September, September and March usually you'll do okay weather-wise. Mm. Yeah, likely in March. Yeah. So, so yeah, so September. I I just got to come up. Um, I don't. I think Natalie Natalie gave me like the the, the perfect date uh, date, but I realized September is not written on my calendar on my wall. I was just saying I I had those months not written down 25th that was the day i wanted and to make that, sure and that is what uh saturday september 25th okay do you think saturday is going to draw the most as opposed to a friday as opposed to a Tuesday. Well, and, and that's the thing is like I struggle with the idea because I know for some guys Fridays will work and I know for some other guys Saturdays will work. And usually with the others, uh, it, it's, you know, very few will have both days working for them because for some Saturdays will be something if they've got teenagers, their teenagers are working, you know, uh, doing some kind of sport. Whereas um, some of them might have some other sport or uh, activity on Saturday. So again, there's- You have some pastors who are burning the midnight oil on Saturday. True. True. Dave's Dave's spoken to me about that. (laughs) (laughs) For my own own health. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm flexible. David. On any of those days. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Guys, I'm going to have to bug out. I've got a coaching session with a guy that I work with up in Vermont tonight at 730. All so I'm right. Let you guys continue the conversation, but everything sounds good so far for me. Okay. I uh, got the date down and uh, we'll, we'll make plans accordingly. 
All right. Okay. Take care of yourself, David. Yes, sir. Bye, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Well, I'm, I'm recording this and I'm going to send out, I'm going to uh, put it on um, a thing to share with the guys that couldn't come so they can hear it and uh, keep them up to date. So Dave will get, Dave will get a thing of this. So, yeah. So the other thing is, is just, again, it's like um, any ideas for speakers. That's, that's my thing. I think you should make the decision. Um, you seem to have more of a focus specifically on what you're looking for. So you would probably in your own circles have known people that you might want to address. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got a couple of guys that I've thought of. Um, uh, they're all just, I don't, I, I'm, I'm more acquaint uh, of an acquaintance to them. But I know that uh, their hearts are for pastors and this type of thing. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I, it's kind of like that thing of having, um, you know, A, B, and C. And uh, just going with A first and seeing if they um, take, the, take the bait. I hate to use that. Take the nibble. <laughs> you know, they decide, hey, this is for me. Um, and, and going with that. But um yeah, I would strongly recommend that you take the lead on this and and go with what your vision is. Mm -hmm. Jim and I might have totally different visions of what, you know, would happen, but just, you seem to have been given the mantle on this one. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is I'd like to, I'd like to eventually, you know, have a few, few guys come in and, um, work on this because uh like natalie's natalie's uh uncle works um with a church in southeastern and they started a uh, thing called men's night out and originally it was just for their church and they invited a couple of local churches and then this thing just i mean i think it's 25 30 years old now and the thing still going strong i think covid is the only thing that's kind of toned it down but uh it got to the point where they couldn't host it in their church anymore and they had like three to four hundred men coming to it nice. on um a friday night at the halifax country club and um it was there until there was a fire at the country club that burned the kitchen down that they were having because basically uh the halifax country club is owned by christians and so mm -hmm. they were they were um supplying the dinner at cost for the mm -hmm. for the uh ministry mm -hmm. and uh it was still going strong they, they ended up having to go to a church and and i think i think the last one they had was march of last year and They've just been kind of in uh, holding, waiting to see what happens. So, yeah. but uh, it's definitely, that's, that's what they started was just a couple of guys from the church doing it. And now it's like uh, a team of, I think 15 men from different churches coming together to talk and, and um, put together uh, like they do it five times a year. So they, uh, they come together September, November, January, March, and May. And um, they've had, they've had times where they've had uh, like Joe Castiglione 
come and speak. And then uh, uh, Josh McDowell one other time, uh, but it's mainly local guys, local pastors that come and speak to that. So that's kind of, I mean, I'm not looking big into the, the future on it, but my thing would be that eventually, you know, two or three guys uh, come alongside and uh, start helping like in the next year or two, if this really takes off. Good. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely look into the uh, speakers. So any other thoughts, guys? Any other um, wisdom? you want? Are, are you going to pull people what they like and what days they'd be available or if they have topics they want to hear? Or... Um, well, it might, it might come down to that after, after the first one. Um, you know, uh, I think, I think the first, I, th I think topic wise, I think it'll be interesting to see where the guys where you know, where the speakers uh, end up wanting to go with that. Um, but uh, day wise, I think we see, you know, we, we have it the 25th, we see how it works. We can poll people and find out if, you know, the, a Friday night would work better. And then uh, maybe try that for the second one and see how many more people come. But other than that, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't poll anybody right now. So. Okay. But you're looking for more on the encouragement side. Yeah. Encouragement, lifting. Um, I mean, occasionally we might, we might have something that really, you know, needs to be addressed, but, um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely more of the encouragement and, and lifting up side of, of things, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot going on with pastors now and, uh, probably more so since COVID. So, mm -hmm. no, it all sounds good to me, Don. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's uh, if that's it, then I'm not gonna hold us here any longer. I'll uh, I'll say thank you guys for um, uh, coming out and um, being here, and uh, I'll look forward to talking to you guys again soon as we uh, you know emailing you and uh, maybe have another one of these uh, as as we go along, um, but. I appreciate your wisdom and your thoughts on this, and uh, thank you for showing up. All right. All right. You're welcome. Jim, I'll be seeing you uh, this week, right? See you Thursday. Yep, I'll be there. Got a preference on donut? No, not at all. Okay. Then 9 to what now? It'll be 9.15 to 11. Okay. Right, yeah, so I will be there. Okay, Don, you can be able to make it, or no? I got, I got, uh, I got cool. work. We're, we're, we're in. Uh, we got another two and a half weeks of school, so okay. uh, I won't be there this month. But July, I should be able to be there. Very good. good. Very good. All right. All right. We'll see you. Go Habs. <laughs> Go bees. Bye bye. Go bees. Bye bye. <laughs>